Hello, welcome to Momming on the Go. This is Rachel. We had the privilege of spending a week with my husband's grandma in Nebraska recently. We did school and my husband worked remote, so it wasn't entirely a vacation, but we did life with her and enjoyed just being with her. This past Sunday was Grandparents' Day. Now, I know it isn't a widely celebrated holiday, but it got me thinking about the grandma we just spent a week with and all my grandmas and the lessons they have taught me about loving Jesus and loving my kids. Since we just spent a week with her, I will start with my husband's grandma. Spending a week with her meant that we had lots of opportunities to help with the daily chores that included cooking and cleaning. My girls love to help in any way they can, and grandma was really good at including my girls and giving them jobs to do, and those jobs were jobs that made them feel like grown-ups and not just little kids. Sometimes my girls would start helping with some task in their own way, which wasn't always the best way. Grandma would call them over to her, tell them how to do it the right way, and tell them why it should be done that way. And that was that. My girls moved on doing the job and all was well. So what did I learn from this interaction? It made me think about all the times I tell my kids to do something and then forget to tell them how to do it. They start doing the job, but it's the wrong way, and then I correct them ungraciously and quickly. Watching Grandma, I realized that kids want to know the right way of doing things. They are kids, but they are people too, and they deserve to be treated with respect. They want to know how things work, so quickly describing how to do it and why is a simple resolution to making sure things are done right. The next grandma is my paternal grandma, who passed away four years ago. She had Alzheimer's disease for about 18 years before she passed away. While I didn't get to have meaningful two-sided conversations with her in the later years, when I was more grown up, I will always remember her as being a peaceful and kind woman who loved Jesus and who loved me. My grandparents lived in Florida, and we lived in Colorado, so we only saw each other about three times every two years. But when we were together, she would sit and let me put my head in her lap and just stroke my hair. Her calm and her soothing physical touch made me feel cherished and peace. I learned from her the importance of having moments of calm and peaceful bonding with my kids. It is important to take breaks from all the things that need to be done and just sit still with them and intentionally let them know they matter and I like to just be with them. Next is my maternal grandma who lives in New Jersey. Colorado isn't super close to New Jersey either, so I only saw her about three times every two years also. Every year during spring break, my grandparents would come visit. The last night of her visit, grandma would always stay up until midnight with me and my brother, who was a year younger than me, and we would go outside in our forested five acres and have a little Happy New Year celebration. Yes, I know spring break isn't December 31st, but in moments like this, does it really matter? We always had a lot of fun during those midnight moments, and while I don't remember everything we did, I remember this time my grandma spent specifically with just us. New Jersey grandma also taught me how to tell people about Jesus and not be bothered by their reaction. How did she do this? She did it herself. She didn't make it an elaborate performance. She just brought Jesus into the conversation 
and if the person was interested, she gave them a Bible. How does this translate to my parenting? First, I try to do something special with my kids individually every once in a while. When you have siblings close in age, getting some special time with a parent or grandparent means a lot. It reinforces the message that they are worth it. Second, my kids and I talk about Jesus and telling other people about Jesus together. He is a natural part of our conversation, and that makes it natural for my kids to have conversations with others about him. I know they do this because they tell me about their conversations with friends, and my own heart swells with joy. Not only am I blessed by my grandmothers, but I also remember a few of my great-grandmas. My dad's paternal grandma always gave me candy, which was mostly forbidden at my house growing up, and had a basket of fun toys to play with when we visited. She always had a smile and a hug for me. From her, I learned that there are times for sweet treats, and it is fun to have those sweet treats to look forward to. Not having them often makes them that much more special and enjoyable. My dad's maternal grandma was a very witty lady who had a great sense of humor. She had a bright yellow pet canary named Sunny, and she was always up for an adventure and a joke. One time when my brother and I visited her, she lived in Florida too. It was after my great-grandpa had died, and she had remarried a man who had hearing aids. In addition to a canary, my great-grandma had a little organ, and my brother and I were enthusiastically playing it. Papa, as we called him, decided it was time to turn down his hearing aids, and great-grandma joined us in chuckling over it. She also told us not to worry. We could keep on making music. I learned from her the importance of including my kids in the humor of the day. And sometimes, when my kids are all playing the piano at the same time, I think of Papa and his hearing aids. All of my grandmas loved me and took time for me. I want my kids to know that I love them and take time for them. I know that my role as a mother is different than the role of grandma. Both are very special and important. These specific things I have learned from my grandmas are helping me to mother my kids better. So how can this encourage you? I have been blessed with godly grandmothers who have invested in me and have and continue to pray for me daily, which has helped make me who I am today. Maybe you have grandmothers in your life like that, or maybe you don't. Maybe you are one of those grandmas and you are a blessing. Whatever the case, embrace the older, wiser woman of faith in your life. Watch them live life and see what you can apply to your own life and mothering by watching them. Figure out how you can spend time with them and how you can mutually invest in each other. View them as a blessing in your life. If you like to read... Read autobiographies and biographies of women who loved and love their families and Jesus. Three of the ladies I have learned important lessons from are Rosalind Goforth, Jill Briscoe, and Elizabeth Elliot. I will include their specific books in the description. Remember in your mothering that you don't have to copy everything everyone does. You can pick and choose what works for you and your family. I don't do everything my grandmas did, partly because I'm not my children's grandma, but also because I am different from my grandmas. You are your own person. God created you with your own sets of gifts and ways of loving. 
Learn how to love your kids from the grandmas in your life and make it your own. And thank you, grandmas, for being grandmas. I am thankful for you. Titus 2, 3 through 5a, and this is from The Message. Guide older women into lives of reverence so they end up as neither gossips or drunks, but models of goodness. By looking at them, the younger woman will know how to love their husbands and children, be virtuous and pure, keep a good house, be good wives. Thank you for listening to Momming on the Go.